Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI Mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Oh somebody make a noise. Make a noise. Put your hands together. Put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Hey, 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 hey. 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 Wow, what a blessing. Hallelujah. Are you blessed to be here? Tell somebody I'm blessed to sit by you. Tell that person I don't know your name. But I feel that you are a good person. Tell the person I have no acts of your name. But I want to tell you you are already my friend. Tell the person I like people like you. I'm I'm so blessed to sit by you. Tell the person we are going to be sitting together for a long time. Hallelujah. Give another person a high five and welcome the person to church. Hallelujah. Tell the person I'm about to pray for you. Hallelujah. Still standing, please turn your Bibles with me if you can. If you can to the book of Romans. It's Romans in your Bible. Chapter 8. Let's read from verse number 28. We will pray and hear the word of God and we'll be out of here. Amen. Are you in Romans chapter 8 verse number 28? Can we read it together? If you are not there, say wait for me. Okay. Can we read together one go? Hallelujah. For the last time, let's take it together. One go. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. So I want us to pray. You want to pray the Lord fill me with your love. How many know that you don't control what happens in this life? How many know that sometimes you intend a good but something bad happens? Sometimes you are even driving and you don't want to drive so fast so you slow down to 40 kilometers per hour and somebody will come and mind you when you are minding your own business are you here but the bible says that many things can happen 
but one of the things we know that whatever happens it will end very well and it will work for your good if only if only you love God not to everybody look at it and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God hallelujah so when you are a God lover whatever happens it will turn out to be good are you here but if you don't love God, some bad things can happen to you and it will remain bad and it will be so painful. But when you love God, God has a way of turning bad things. Like Joseph, he was sold into slavery, but it turned out that he became the prime minister. Like Daniel, he was put in the lions. You see, when you love God, when God takes every situation and turns it around, how many would like bad things to be turned around? So it's like, when you are a God lover, it doesn't matter what is happening. Hallelujah. I said, when you are a God lover, it doesn't matter what happens. God turns it. So I want you to pray the Lord. Fill me with your, may I love you. May your love, may your love. Lift your hands. Lift your, because I don't know what is going to happen. I don't know what we are going to go through. I welcome all that God has for me. Because I know that when I love him, oh, when even the enemy plans evil, it will turn out to be good. Oh, somebody lift your hand and say, Lord, make me a God lover. May I be a God lover that I will love you. I don't know much, but Lord, all I want is to love you. So that whatever the enemy brings my way, whatever I go through, it will turn out for my good. Hey, Mamando Rokatabe, Kabando Rosakata, Ah, Bando Rokabande, and Jesus said, uh, The faith commandment and the greatest of the commandment is to love God uh, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your might. Lord, that we will love you, that we will choose you. And Bible says, uh, And Jesus called unto Peter and said, Peter, do you love me more than this? Do you love me? Somebody lift your hands and say, Lord, that I will love you. That I will love you is the greatest commandment. Uh, is the first commandment with promise. For we know, for we know that all things work together. Let them work together. Where you suck from the workplace, it will work together. Where you bounce by a lady, it will work together. Where you rejected by a lady, it will work together. The man said he doesn't love you any longer, it will work together. You lost your wallet, it will work together. Hey, you had a second place instead of a first place, it will work together. Somebody ran into your car, it will work together. 
somebody rejected you it will work together you went to interview you have not heard from them it will work together you are sick in your body it will work together hey i don't know what it is uh, but i know that when i love god all things will work together for my good uh, therefore i pray i lift my hands and call on you lord fill me with your love uh, fill me with your love uh, that i will love you with all my heart that i will love you with all my soul that i will love you with all my strength and with all my mind hey ando rokatakata hey abando rokatabanda riando robo hey abando rondi liba hatabande imama mando rokata hey abaribo rianda riando rosi jibande yes lord hey ababa riando rosa barondi libebe lift your hands and call on him Lord we love you oh yes Lord Jesus is at the center of it all hey may he be the love of your life Lift your hands. If Jesus is at the center of your heart, it will work out together for your good. From beginning to the end, it will always be Jesus.
You told Peter, if you love me, feed my lambs. If you love me, tender my sheep. And if you love me, feed the sheep, Lord. May we care, may we love, and may we do the things that will demonstrate that we love you. We give you all the glory, all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Please be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Are you blessed to be in church? I am blessed to see you in church. Hallelujah. Well, we thank God that we can come together. Last week, we said, can you believe that we are in the third month of the year? Be ready for the Christmas. Hallelujah. So we said that this month is the month of evangelism. Is that not it? And the two books that is going to help you to preach, to teach, and to help other people to go to heaven is how you can preach salvation. And there's one other book called Addis. Amen. Addis exists. Others are not born again. Others are going to hell. Others need your help. Others need you to uh, pray to them. Amen. So this season, please get these two books, read it, and it will help you to be very kind to other people, to help them to go to heaven. Amen. So for a short time that we are here, let's uh, go into the word of God. Uh, if you want a title, I'm preaching from page 170, and the title of my message is, In My Father's House Are Many Mansions. Tell somebody, In My Father's House Are Many Mansions. Amen. John chapter 14. John chapter 14. Let's read from verse number 1 to 6. Are you in John chapter 14? Okay. I'm waiting for you so we can read it together. If you are there, say amen. If you are not there, say wait for me. Okay, we are all there. John chapter 14, verse number 1. Can we read together? One, go. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. Verse 4. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Verse number six, unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Verse number seven, if ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. 
and from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. Amen. All right. So I'm sharing with you in my father's house are many mansions. Amen. Many people, this is the words of Jesus. If you have a very good Bible, you notice that the words of Jesus, the things that Jesus taught, okay, are in red. And the things that he did are in black. Do you understand? In the gospel, what he did is written in black. Every, the Bible is about Jesus. So the black things are the things Jesus did and the things they spoke about him. But the, those that he taught are in red. So Jesus is the one saying over here. He said, let not your heart be troubled. Amen. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. Amen. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And when I go and I finish preparing the place, I will come and receive you to myself. That where I am, you may be also. Is that not it? So the first thing you need to know. You know, when somebody is making a promise, there are people who come making promises, but they they cannot fulfill the promises. So when Jesus says that, let not your heart be troubled, he's saying something. Hallelujah. Yeah. Some of us have followed empty promises. Some of us even have posted checks that have bounced. People come and give you check, you send it, it doesn't work. Are you here? But the words of Jesus is more than a posted check. The words of Jesus, you can take it to the bank. His words will never fail. Hallelujah. You are not the reason why Jesus will not fulfill his promise. So whatever he says, he will make good of it. Amen. The Bible says he is not a man to lie, neither a son of man to repent. It's not a son of man to lie. It means that sons of men, we make a lot of lies. That's one of the things that we read from the Bible. So the first thing you need to know is that it is enough to believe in God. It is not enough to believe in God. You must believe in his son also. Hallelujah. It is not enough to believe only in God. You need to believe in Jesus also. This is the distinction between Christianity and all the other religions of the world. Jesus is not just a great prophet. Hello? Jesus is not just a great prophet. Jesus is the son of God. So even the Muslims, they believe in Jesus, but they don't believe in him as the son of God. Are you here? So the first important thing that you need to know is that it is not enough to believe in God. You must believe in his son also. Are you here? Because you may not see God anytime soon. So if you want to get to God, then you must go to God through his son. Hallelujah. So if there are churches and there are people who don't believe, they say that even they don't believe in pastors. But many of them even believe in their teachers. 
they, they believe in teachers to teach books that the, the teachers did not write. You see that you have chemistry book that was not written by your lecturer. But your lecturer can teach you what the author is saying about the book. And you believe, you sit down, you pay, and you stop everything for years. You allow the person, you believe in him. So one of the things that has destroyed many lives is people who just want to say that, yes, there's one God, but they don't believe in his son. Hello? That is why Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Don't let you, you see, you need to know. If somebody came to you and he said, your father says I should uh, uh, take his phone for him. You, you need to be very careful. In this world, when somebody comes and says, please, your father says I should bring his phone. You need to be sure that he's saying the right thing. Hallelujah. That is why the first is, let not your heart be troubled. Because, look, there are people who are imposing to be who they are not. There are people who can deceive you. People come in their own name, Confucianists. You know the names. You know other names. That I'm not the one to tell you this morning. But people have come and said they are doing something. Hallelujah. So it's very important that we believe in the Son of God. Hallelujah. That is why when Jesus was being baptized, the Bible said in Luke chapter 3, I believe verse number 21. Bible said they were baptized and it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and was what? Praying. The heavens were opened and a voice came from heaven. And the voice came to confirm. It came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying. Heavens was opened. Continue. And the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved son. In thee I am well pleased. Hallelujah. So God had to confirm. Amen. That is why sometimes even when you are driving and they take, they say your driver's license. When you give the driver's license, they need to check it, whether it's coming from the right source. (laughs) Because some of the driver's license look like genuine, but it's not genuine. Some of the passport looks like genuine, but it's not genuine. Some of the visas are looking like genuine, but it's not genuine. Are you here? So they have to confirm that this is the right person. So at the baptism, God confirmed, the Father confirmed to the whole world that Jesus is the right authority, is the Son of God. Said in him, I am well pleased. Hear him. On the Mount of Transgression, it also happened. When he transfigured, the Bible says, Peter, James, and John, they, they, they fell to their uh, 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 faces, and they heard a loud voice, which said, this is my beloved son. Hear him. So it is not everybody that you need to hear. Hello? It is not everybody that you need to hear. There are people that when you hear, you will destroy your life. Because some people will tell you the truth. of what they will be saying is the truth. But the 1% poison poisons everything. A barrel of water does not become poisoned because it's half poison. 
a barrel of water does not become poisonous because it's, uh, what, the 20% poison. Just a drop of poison makes everything poisonous. That is why Jesus said, take heed what you hear and how you hear it. What you hear is very, very important. Amen. It is very, very important what you hear and even how you hear it and who you are hearing it from. So it was so important to God to authenticate who Jesus is that on different occasions he had to speak from heaven and say that this is my beloved son. Hear him. This is my in whom I am well pleased. Hallelujah. Are you here? That is why your inability to receive Jesus, your inability to accept him can change your destiny. People don't go to hell because they are bad. And people don't go to heaven because they are good. Your going to heaven or hell is dependent on what you do with the name of Jesus and with the person of Jesus. Amen. Amen. If you don't believe in Jesus, you make God a liar. He says, this is my beloved son. Hear him. And you said that you are a developed version of an ape. You said that God did not create the heaven and the earth. You evolved from an ape. So you make God a liar. The reason why people go to hell is not because of what they are. It's because they have said to God, you are a liar. And somebody will say, I did not say that. But once you have not believed and you have rejected what God has said, you make him a liar. Amen. Yeah, Bible said the truth is not in us. You see it in 1 John. Talks about it. Say, if you say you have not sinned, if you say, I don't know who can say he has no sin. Are there people here who just came from heaven? If you say you have no If we say that we have no sin or we have no sin, we made him a liar. And the word is not in us. Amen. Go to the verse number 8 and 9. Look at it. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. Are you here? And the truth is not in us. Can anybody say that even this morning you have not sinned? Then verse number nine. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. I like the verse seven also. Look at the verse number seven. Look at the seven. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Amen. Amen. So knowing who Jesus is is what makes it. That's why I said that if you say you have no sin, you become a liar. And you make God a liar. Go to the verse number eight. I, I, I like it. Okay. No, I, I, I like the prayer that he said, you make God a liar. Okay. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar. Because the Bible says, for all have sinned. So is it the rejection of what God has said? If somebody told you something, you don't tell the person you are lying, but when you reject it, you are saying that it's not true. Hello? Is it true or correct? Is it true? 
Yeah, so there are things that we say by not speaking. There are things that we say by not uttering words. Spoken without words. When the Bible said that God created the heaven and the earth, and you say that you evolved from an ape, you have not said God is a liar, but that is what you have said. By not accepting what God has said. How many agree? And I'm saying that this is where, this is is the point of distinction, whether you go to heaven or hell. It is when you make God a liar. When you don't accept what God has said, if you like, you tell your father or your mother she's a liar. You just tell only your mother or your father is a liar. It will beat you. You will jump out of your skin. Even your earthly father or mother, you cannot tell him or her that he's a liar or she's a liar. And you have the guts to tell God, make God a liar. How many know that can see now that it's a big thing? It's a big one. Amen. That is why the Bible is saying it is not enough. It is not enough at all to believe in God. You must believe also in his son. Amen. For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him, in who? In his son. Hallelujah will not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Uh, Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. Chronicles. Hey, no Corinthians. Okay. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. Can we read together? He said, And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Taqwa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall he be established. Believe his prophet, so he shall. Amen. Amen. So when you believe in God, you are established. But the believing in his prophets is what brings prosperity. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be, you see, I don't know how many have been to Quebec. You know where Quebec is? Hello? What happens in Quebec? That's the power station. If you need power to boil your water in the house, do you take your cattle and go to Quebec? There's something wrong with you. If you need water to boil your uh, water and you, you are moving from where? From Kailicha straight to Quebec. To heat the water, then you will come back. If you want to benefit from the power in Quebec, what do you do? You see, the plug may be very nasty not nice, but when you connect to the plug, it connects you to Quebec. Am I preaching to anybody? Your connection to that uncomely, not so nice socket that is there connects you straight to Quebec. Whatever you need in Quebec, the, the socket is drawing from you. Whatever you want from Quebec is right in your home. 
Whatever you need from God, God sent us. He said, I will give you pastors after my own heart. So it is not enough to believe in God. You, you've done well. You'll be established. But to do well, to prosper, to be nourished, and to go forward, you need to believe in the one that God has sent you. Bible says, this is the sin that has come into the world. That God, God, the light has come, but men love darkness. The reason many men go to hell is because they have not accepted the one that God has sent to them. Amen. Yeah, Bible says, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Those, these are they who kill their prophets and stone them who are sent to them. They said, from now, your house will be left to you desolate. Until you have learned to say, blessed, blessed, blessed is the man who comes in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So your inability to receive the people that God has given you is going to leave you desolate. Desolate means alone. But to be fruitful, to be prosperous, to be successful, you need to accept the one that God has sent to you. And Jesus walked around and said that, look, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In other words, that's what the Bible says, that he came unto his own, but his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them, to them, those who were able to receive him, to them, a certain power was given to them to become the sons. So the ability, most of you, your employment is under my tongue. I'm telling some of you, your marriage is in my belly. Yeah. Your prosperity is in my voice. How? Look, listen to me. One day, Hannah went to, to church. Hannah was looking for a baby for many years. She prayed, fasted, nothing happened. But the day she met Eli, she, she prayed to God, but Eli answered the prayer. Eli said, go. A year by this time, you will have. Meanwhile, she's been praying. You see, a prophet or a man of God who God sent to you is an agent of God. If you want to deal with South Africa and you are in, uh, uh, what do you call it, another country, you don't take a flight and come. You go to their embassy. The people God sent you, they are the ambassadors. They are God's embassy for your life. That's why Jesus was telling them that don't let your heart be troubled. You have believed in, in, in God. You are following the laws of Moses. You have done well. But as I am here, God has said, believe also in me. Because without you believing, Bible says, even Jesus could not help those who couldn't believe. Can you believe it? He came unto his own. But his own received him not. But as many as were foolish enough to believe in Jesus... If you like, they were able to believe in Jesus. To them, a certain power. So your faith in the one that God sent you releases a certain power. Releases a certain power. The power to become. The power to change. The power comes only when you are able to believe. If you can't believe it, even Jesus cannot help you. Blind Bartimaeus called on him. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. People say, shut up. Jesus said, came, come to me. He came. And Jesus said, what do you want me to do? He said, that I may see. He's asking, do you believe that I will be able to do this? The guy said, yes. He said, receive your sight. It's like, without you believing, there's nothing God can do for you. 
If you can't believe, it is, it is too bad. If you can't believe, it is too bad. Anyone who came to Jesus, he told them, your faith has made you whole. Your faith has made you whole. Your faith. What is faith? Believing in who God has sent you. Believe. Believe in Jesus as the son of God. Hallelujah. I see you prospering. I said, I see you prospering. In the name of Jesus. He said to the people, he said that you have not asked anything in my name. But whatever you shall ask the father in my name. I will, I, will, I will do it. I will do it to you. Hallelujah. Amen. So I see you believing in Jesus as the son of God. Look, any, any sect, any religion, any group of people who don't accept the sonship of Jesus, be very careful about them. I'm telling you. Anyone, they can do what, if they don't accept Jesus as the son of God, my brother, my sister, you are looking at a group that are going to lead people to destruction. Are you here? Jesus is the son of God. Amen. So, it is not enough to believe in God. You must believe in Jesus also. Number two. God is preparing a place in heaven for you. For those who believe in Jesus. He said, I go. Now, one day somebody was saying that... Uh, it wasn't a Christian, but he was saying that he hoped that uh, when we cross over, we will all be in heaven and all that. So I asked him, I, I don't think you will be in heaven. They said, what are you saying? <laughs> I said, I am very sure you will not be in heaven. They said, oh. Are you saying I will be in heaven? I said, I don't know. <laughs> because the heaven that you are talking about is Jesus who spoke about. The heaven... It's Jesus who spoke about but you say you don't believe in Jesus. How can you choose a different, a different road and you think that you will end at... No. Jesus spoke about heaven and he spoke about where the Father is. If you don't go through Jesus, how? I said, look, where, where, where did you hear of heaven? It's Jesus who spoke about heaven. Are you here? So it's very important if you want to be in heaven. The person has not told you, promise you heaven. In fact, many of the founders of other religions, when they were dying, they said it plainly that they don't even know where they are going themselves. They themselves were confused. They said, we don't know. And most of them said, go to the people of the way. The people of the way or the people of the book. That's how Christians are referred to. The people of the book. And some Christians don't have the Bible, the book. So Jesus has promised us God is preparing a place in heaven for those who believe in Jesus. That is John chapter 14, verse number 3. Are you there? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Amen. Jesus wants you to be with him. Jesus. I'm talking about in my father's house are many mansions. In my father's house are many mansions. Many later translations changes this. Uh, they cannot, they, you see, people think and they change what the Bible says. So how can you have a mansion in a house? 
Jesus is the one says, if you've not been somewhere, if you, you cannot understand, but I, I, whatever Jesus said, that is what it is. Jesus said, in my father's house are mansions. There are, do you know what a mansion? On earth, there are not many mansions. Yeah. The white house qualifies to be just one mansion. And Jesus said that in his father's house are many mansions. It, is, it blows the mind. It's like, I mean, how can we have mansions? Do, do you understand? Yeah. How can we have mansions in the house? But you see, if you, are, you grow a bit, you notice that what Jesus is saying is true. Because we are not dealing with somebody, okay, somebody who sits in heaven and he footstool is on earth. Somebody who holds the whole world in his palm. This is the person that we are talking about. God is so huge. God is so big. Are you here? Yeah. So the, the, in, in the house of God, there are mansions over there. Have you not been there that your children even have, uh, what do you call it, their, their toys? Sometimes even, uh, 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 what do you call it? A, a toy house, dummy houses, and they play in it. Mm? They play. Even when you go out, you see that there's a, a pen or something for the dog. And we can have pen houses and windy houses in your house. People have big enough, your, your, your what do you call it, your security man has a house over there. Your house help has a place in your house. The whole place, but other people, even you as a man, your security officer can have a house in your house. Your household can have a house in your house. Your in-laws have houses in your house. Your children have their own places in your house. If you turn to our side over here, if we are saying, well, who is the owner of this building? By the building there, many people have their flat within somebody's building. Many people have three-bedroom flats, comfortable. in some. The whole thing belongs to one person. But you can have more than 50 or 60 people living in one person's building. It's easy to understand, Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. In my father's house are many mansions. There are mansions in the guy's house. My God. I pray that one day you have a mansion. Believe God to have a mansion in God's house. In the house of God, may your mansion be there. One day, a man of God by name, Archbishop Duncan Williams, he was praying. And as he was praying, he fell. And as he fell, angels took him. It took him to heaven. The prayer was going on, but he was unconscious. And as he went, the angel that took him, I said, you were brought here to be shown around. And he said he saw a beautiful mansion. And he said, whose mansion is this? Then the angel pointed at it. He said, this is for T.L. Osborne. He's coming soon to occupy it. The guy is still alive, but his mansion is under construction. Wow. Ah, may you have a mansion in God's house. 
I said, may you have a mansion in God's house. Oh, said, I am going to. The only reason why you have not died, God has not finished preparing your mansion. God has not finished. That's why you need to, you need to work. You need to labor. You, oh, that day too. Don't be worried. Maybe you couldn't afford even a windy house. One day I was a pastor somewhere in Kailisha, and a guy came to me. He said, Pastor, I've bought a house. My uh, uh, boss gave me money, a loan to buy a house. I said, wow. Great. I would like to come and dedicate it. I said, okay. They are bringing the house. <laughs> and so I became a bit confused. I thought that maybe I did not hear what he was saying. He said, the house is on a track that they are bringing. So I said, no. What are you talking about? Not knowing that it is a, a portable house, detachable. It's a windy house, the shack. But I, in fact, when he said, I thought that, I mean... But when he said that they are bringing it, they are, and I said, what kind of house that can? That was the first time I noticed that a house can be moving. We can move a house. <laughs> are you here? Maybe you cannot afford even a mobile house. But one day, when we cross over, I said, one day when we cross over, I said, one day when we cross over, I see you in your mansion. Jesus said, I'm going to prepare you a place. Oh, you will be a landlord one day. You will walk on the streets of gold. Look, I was a young, I wasn't even a pastor. I was a young shepherd. And we used to do uh, Bible studies after Sunday. I had a group that I have to teach on Thursdays. And I, I remember one Thursday I was preparing to go and preach and to teach them. And the subject I wanted to teach was should his grace be in vain? Should his grace be in vain? Talking about uh, the scripture that Paul said that his grace that is upon him was not in vain. He labored more abundantly than them all, yet not I, but his grace that is upon I mean, if I pray that service, you will you'll like it. So as I was praying, I noticed that the message was loaded. It was not so nice. So I said, I know, I can't pray this thing on Thursday evening to this uh, uh, few people. I'm waiting when I'm invited somewhere for a convention and people are a lot and I will preach should his grace be in vain. That was the thought. So I finished preparing but I said it, I said and I tried to look for another thing to there. I went off and I was taken to heaven. That was the first time I went to heaven. And I saw a building that was, but it looked like the foundation. They were putting in precious stones, rubies, topaz, sardines. You see, a vision, in a vision, you know what you are seeing. I don't know how, but you, stones that I had not seen before, but when I see it, I know the name. I know what it is. I know why I, may you have vision one of these days. See, we are talking to heaven that people, that I have been there. So I can tell you. And I saw the foundation. Is it on earth? When we are doing foundation, we put letrites and the, you get it. The precious stones. We don't put diamonds and this into foundation. When the building is finished and we can decorate it, 
Do you understand? Even tiles on outside. But this one, I saw precious stones and minerals and marble. They are being loaded and put in this foundation. So I said, no, no. I was telling those who said, no, let's wait. When we finish, then we will use it. Then they told me, no. I said, why? He said, the foundation of the building is the most important. You need to commit every precious thing into the foundation so that it will stand. Hallelujah. And he he brought me back. And he told me, the new people that I'm teaching, I should put the best thing that he has given me into their foundation. The precious gems and the scriptures that he's given me, I shouldn't wait to go and preach it to people who will not even do it. But those who just got born again, I should make sure that their foundation, every precious thing I have, I should put it over there. And from that time I started, we have a, a, what do you call a Bible school called a school of solid foundation. I made a coffin and I took it upon myself. I will always take the school of solid foundation and I will make sure that whatever I know, I will commit it to these people in the solid foundation. And he was showing me that the burden that we are doing, the most, when people get born again, when people come to church first, we need spiritual people. They are the most important people. Their foundation is the most important. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? It is not. That's why we reserve the best teachers for those who get born again. Those who are just around to commit precious uh, doctrine into the foundation. Can I have your loudest amen? Amen. So this man was shown around and they told him, T.L.'s born is coming soon to occupy it. And others, by time will not permit us. So people's mansion are under construction. Hallelujah. I have seen a building. It was just the foundation. I don't know where it's got into. But Jesus said, I'm going to prepare you a place. And when I finish, I will come and receive you. I see you being with Jesus one day. In the name of Jesus. Number three. There are many different kinds of mansions that have been prepared for Christians. In verse number two, he said, In my father's house are many mansions. Many mansions. It's not one. So don't be worried that, hey, if this person get a mansion, what will I get? There are many mansions. Amen. Amen. According to your work, you have a mansion. Amen? Amen. Number four. Number four. How can you find your way to heaven and to these mansions? Or... You can put it this way. You can find your way into your mansion by following someone who knows the way. Hallelujah. You can have a mansion in heaven and you can follow Jesus. You can follow someone who knows the way. Verse number four and five. It said, and whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Verse 6, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, 
the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Hallelujah. The way to heaven is Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way. No man has ever said. All the religions of the world, nobody said that I am the way. I am the truth. I, I am the life. Jesus is the only one who said I am the way. The way to heaven is Jesus. The truth of God is Jesus. And through Jesus you have eternal life. Hallelujah. One day, I, I remember, I went somewhere. I think my, my, my son was running. Whether uh, it was a race somewhere. I've forgotten whether it was Pa or I, I've forgotten where it is. But we went to this place. And after that, one of our members used to stay. I've forgotten the name of the place. Then we, we said we were going to see myself, Reverend Anna. And I think Johnny, after the race, we were supposed to come home. We said we are going to see our church member who stays there at another place. And we need to drive. And we took a journey. It was getting dark. And as we were going, the entire road got finished. And we embarked on this bumpy road with a red light right. We went to a place and we noticed that, look, the place is changing. The place has become very dark. And we cannot see our, but the road at a point, fear started creeping in. <laughs> Charlie, where are we at this time? Why did we not go to our Cape Town? Why, what, who has sent us? We're going, but we don't know where we're going. We went and went at a point. When I checked the fuel, I wanted to return. I noticed that where also the fuel is. By the time I returned, it will not. But we were going, I did not know the way. So we were just going there. There, there was a lot of fear in the car. I remember my son asking, uh, Daddy, are you afraid or something? Because <laughs> inside the car, was, we have driven for a long time. Either he said it or they said, hey, when, but Lou, let me finish my story. We, we don't, it was only us on this road. The, uh, uh, the map, the GPA was not working. Nothing is working. We don't know the road that we will see. Hey, we're going down. We need to climb. I say, today, today is today. God must do something. We went and we came to a place. I think somebody met us. They said, oh, we should go. <laughs> we should continue going. He said the road is like that. We should go. We should continue going for some time. We'll join a, a proper road. That, that is the place. We started going. We went and said, hey. But when we met the Rodi was talking about that. <sighs> Very difficult to embark on a journey you don't know where you are going. That is what I'm talking about. Where do we go from here? Where will you be? Where is your grandmother? Where is your grandfather? Where are we going from here? Nobody has, doctors have not been able to tell us where we go from here. 
Psychologists have not been able to tell us where we go from here. Accountants have not helped. Sangomes have not been able to. Nobody has been able to tell us where we go from here. When death sets in, we come into a frontier that nobody is able to. Are you here? But Jesus said, I am the way. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. No one comes to heaven but by me. Through Jesus, I see you going to heaven. It is very important to follow somebody who knows the way. If you are following somebody who doesn't know the way, I'm telling you, you will never be sure. You can even get back when you are just about, because you are not sure. Fear will grip you. Now, so many people, when they are about to die, one man, he said, there is no God, there is no, but when he was about to, to die, he said, oh God, if there is God. <laughs> but you said, there is no God. Now you are crying, oh God. Yeah, he was afraid. So when he was about to die, he needed to make sure that he was going to some place. He said, oh God. Then he remembered that there are people who said, if there is God. <laughs> are you here? Amen. Yeah, but I'm telling you, there is heaven and there is hell. There is heaven and there is hell. Are you here? Amen. Yeah. And who can take you to heaven? It's Jesus. That's why we sing the song. He came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross. My death from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the star. Lord, I lift your name. It's very true. He came from heaven. When he was in heaven, he was called the word of God. Bible says there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. First John chapter 5 verse number 7. Amen. So he was in heaven. There are three that bear record in heaven. So Jesus came. I mean, you need to follow somebody who knows where he is going. Who knows what he's talking about. Don't follow somebody who doesn't know where he's going. Amen. Amen. Don't spend your life following people who are promising things that they don't have. But Jesus is not giving empty promises. He came from heaven. In John chapter 1 verse 14, Bible says, and the word. Over here, Bible says, there are three that bear record in heaven. The father, the word. Jesus was called the word. Amen. Amen. And when he came to John chapter 1 verse number 14, Bible says, and the word was made flesh. Can you see? And the word was made flesh, and, we, and he dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. When the word became flesh, we call him Jesus. Hallelujah. We are talking about somebody who was in heaven, who lived in heaven. Hallelujah. And he allowed himself to be made a flesh. And that's why his name is Emmanuel, God with us. He came to be with us. Hallelujah. This is the fantastic confidence of every Christian. That you are following somebody who knows where he's going because he came from there. One day people were talking to him and one guy told him, he told the guy, he told the guy, when Abraham saw me, he was happy. Say your father, Abraham, 
Even when he saw me, he saluted me. He was so happy. And the people were angry. Said, ah, but you are not yet 50. How can you know Abraham? They said, before Abraham, I was. Before your father Abraham, I was. I am the word. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. My God. It is, it is so powerful to know somebody who knows what he's saying. Jesus spoke in absolute terms. He spoke. Not that he's imagining. He spoke things. One day he told people, he said, if I tell you about things here, you don't have, what about if I tell you about things over there? Are you here? Yeah. John was taken to heaven and they saw a book. People were crying. Big angels were crying. And somebody came and tapped him and said, don't cry. So one guy has prevailed. Hallelujah. So one guy has prevailed to open the book, to break the seals and to open the book. He said, he is the descendant, is the, is, the, is the lion of the tribe of Judah. The lamb that was slain has prevailed. Hallelujah. He knew what he was talking about. I said he knew what he spoke about. It is not somebody who says that, well, uh, we will see what happens. Hey, you cannot spend your earthly life following people who don't know where they are going to. You better be sure. Hallelujah. And I came to tell you, I came to tell you that when you follow Jesus Christ, you will end up. He said, there's no way. We, we sing a song, one way, Jesus you are the only one I, I could live for. One way, Jesus. One way. Have you passed through any place that they were, they were making noise? Hey, 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 one way. It's like you are passing the wrong place. There's, yeah, there's one way to heaven. And that way is Jesus. Hallelujah. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. You don't have life till you have made Jesus. Bible says, in him was life, and the life was the light of man. May your life be wonderful because of Jesus. May we end up one day in heaven. I'm talking about, in my father's house are many mansions. You need to, look, one day you will be so glorious. One day you will live. One day you will see Jesus. One day you live in a mansion. It is all not lost. Amen. Amen. The, The story of Lazarus and the rich man. Is the story of two beggars. One person begged over here. The other person begged when they cross over. The rich man, Lazarus was begging on earth. But when they cross over, the rich man was the actual beggar. Don't worry. Maybe today you are begging. Maybe today you don't have what to eat. Don't worry. When we cross over, people will be begging you. Hallelujah. The rich man said, Father Abraham, if you can send Lazarus to dip his son into. Who was the actual beggar? Lazarus may have begged for 100 years of his life. But this guy was eternity begging and begging and there was no out. Are you here? The last but not the least. Jesus Christ is the way. There's no other way. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is the way. There's no other way. Jesus Christ. The story is told of, of, look, when you look through the Bible, we see so many fantastic stories. One day a certain rich woman died. Uh, 
it was he found herself in, in heaven. She was in heaven. And they were taking her, they were escorting her to her residence. And when they got there, he protested. He said, why have you brought me here? Because it was like dormitory. It was going to share accommodation and patching with people. He protested. He said, no, by the instruction, this is where you are supposed to be. So he couldn't argue so much. So she, so as she was seeing the angel of, he saw a big mansion. They said, but whose mansion is there? It looks very nice. I would like to be there. They said, no, this one is for your house help. So what? How come my house help? They said, but your house help was very faithful when he was on earth. Said the little that you gave her, you cheated her on her salary, but the little that you gave her, she paid her tithe. She was in church every Sunday. She won so she did. You were so busy making money. You never had time even to come to church. You were cheating people. You cheated even your house help. But with the little you gave her, she was so faithful with it. It doesn't matter. Hallelujah. It is not the big amount you give. It's how faithful you are with what God gives you. And my prayer this morning is that we will walk on this way. And the way is Jesus. Hallelujah. May Jesus lead us safely into our destination. I pray that when life is done, we will all see each other again. I pray that we will be neighbors in heaven. So plan to be an important person in heaven. Amen. Don't plan to be an ordinary person in heaven. How can you be an important person in heaven? By following Jesus. By loving God. Saving souls. Doing your best for God as we are here on earth. Hallelujah. And as you do, I see God blessing your life. I said, I see God blessing your life. Oh, I came to encourage you. Don't be worried. If you could not buy a nice house, If all you could buy was a Wendy house, don't worry. If all you have is a shack, don't worry. When we cross over, your story will be like that. Who could not have so many nice things on earth, but on the other side, he was comforted and he was in the bosom of Abraham. Hallelujah. It shall be well with you. He is the way and he is the truth and he is the life. No one comes to the Father but by him. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on to Christ. Hold on to your salvation. Soon and very soon, we'll be going home. It doesn't matter what you have and what you don't have. What matters is where you will be. Some people will always say, oh, Pastor, me, I don't care. If even I end up in heaven's uh, garage, I, I like it. <laughs> That's some, what some people say. Look, as far as I am not in hell, and I'm somewhere in heaven's garage. Are you getting it? Even when, if I am by the security door in heaven and I don't feel the fire, I mean, it's, it's okay. Even if I end up in heaven's toilet, I will be okay. You see? You will be talking like that, but you will not be okay. You will cry. Yeah. Another pastor shared a testimony. God took him to heaven. And he saw a guy crying bitterly, bitterly wailing in heaven. He, said, he asked the angel, do people cry in heaven? He said, yes. 
They asked, why is he crying? He said, there's going to be a meeting with the lamb, but he doesn't qualify to be there. No! There are different meetings. Yeah. Read your Bible. Read, read your Bible. The Bible says that he that overcomes, he will give. He says some people, they will give a stone. And the name, his new name will be there. Some people will be given the tree of life. Some people will have access to certain meetings. And he said when he entered there, the first portion was so glorious. But as he got closer to where the throne was and looked, he said the place was dark. That's why they call it the outer darkness. I mean, the, the higher you go, it becomes so glorious that where you start begins to be dark. Have you noticed how light can make even a, a brighter place look dark? Yeah, it's how it, it was said. You will never notice it is dark till you have gone closer to the throne. Said many people, there are so many, many meetings. You remember what the Bible says? When, when somebody was found in the wedding, but did not have the proper wedding dress. And, and the Bible said, and the Lord said, friend, he wasn't an enemy. He said, friend, how come you are here without the right dress? And he said, he called her, Tommy, the security. They should bound him, hand and foot, and they should take him out. So you may be there, but this meeting you don't qualify. See, if today, I mean, just 20 years ago, if somebody would tell you that he's going to give you a telephone without a, a wire, without a cable, you speak on it, and you would say, oh, what is telephone? You can't imagine. But today, if you don't have a mobile phone, it's like you are not part. Just 20 years ago, we did not have mobile phone. Yeah. When you are going to receive a call, the call will call first and give a time that he will call again. <laughs> you see, we have so soon forgotten. So they will give you the time that he's going to call. Then you and your family, they will go and wait. <laughs> then, then the call will come. They say, hey, the call has come. Hello. And the cable... When you are coming to die, you do the... You can't even believe. We don't... I mean, not so long ago, the only television we could watch was a black and white. And even you did not have one. You needed to travel to somebody's... How many travel to go and watch... See, some young people, when you came, there were television. There were mobile phones, so you don't even know what you have suffered. You have to go to somebody's house, and that person was like the rich person in the community with a small television like that. Maybe uh, 12 inches or small television. And you cannot go there. When you need to go clean. You are going to somebody's house now. Not only do we have colored television, you you have it on your phone. I mean, computers are, are on our palm. So when the Bible says 
that when we cross over, God is going to give those who overcome. They will be entitled to a stone. You don't know. He says, what a stone? If I don't have a stone, it's okay. You, 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 you will not be okay. Yeah, look at this. And he said unto him, friend, how comest thou in hither, not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. That's the Lord's way. So even in heaven, you may end up in heaven, but you see that you cannot see the Lord. You don't qualify to be in so many meetings because your garment is not white. Hmm? You just got born again on your sick bed. You never did the right thing. You never won a soul. You never prayed. It was when you were just about to die that we organized. Hey, say quickly. <laughs> say quickly, Lord Jesus. So you arrived there and they said, hey, Jack. you are also here. Then you notice that all you have lived for is not as important as what you could have done. But I pray for myself and I pray for you that you'll be an important person in heaven. As you walk on this way, as you believe the truth, the truth is the Bible, is the word of God. Mm? The Bible does not contain the word, it's the word of God. Believe the absolute word of God. Amen. And as you believe that you have eternal life. May the Lord bless you. May he lift his countenance upon you. May it be well with you. May your family find favor to be in heaven. I pray anyone here, you will never end up in hell. Lord, this is my prayer and this is my request. Anyone I have met, anyone I have spoken to, whoever we have come together, somehow give us what it takes. Give us the grace to miss hell and to make it to heaven. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for my friends. I pray for my brothers. I pray for families here. That Lord, every one of us will end up in heaven. In the mighty name of Jesus, we commit our lives unto you. We commit our future unto you. We pray, oh God, that help us to walk on this way. Jesus, you are the way. Jesus, you are the truth. And you are the life. We accept you, Lord. Lift your hands and begin to call on him. Oh, Yabando Rushi Kibata Bata Bando Rushalababe. Mando Tele Bando Rushi Kibata. Jesus, Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. We give you all the glory and we give you all honor in Jesus' name. Close your eyes with me wherever you are. Maybe somebody invited you. Or you've been coming, but this afternoon you want to say, Pastor, pray for me and pray with me. I want to be on this way. I want to embark on a journey. He is the way. He is the truth. You've come into contact with the truth. Jesus is the truth. And his life. You have eternal life through Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I would like to have a mansion in heaven. I wouldn't like to be in hell. I would like to be in heaven when this life is over. Will you please pray with me and pray for me? If this is what you are saying, close your eyes wherever you are and lift only your right hand up high and I'll pray with you. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Pastor, pray for me. I also want to have a mansion in heaven. I don't want to go to hell. I would like to be in heaven. 
Yes, I may not have a mansion on earth, but in heaven, you can have a mansion. I want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. Keep your hands lifted, and I'll pray with you. Keep it lifted, high up above your head. High up above your head. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Father, behold every hand that is lifted. Today, this is our declaration that we will embark on this journey. The journey to eternity, journey to heaven, to be with you one day when this life is over. May we not miss out, Lord. May the door and the way and the gate to hell be closed behind us. May we never darken the doorway of hell with our shadows. Lord, we will never want to be in hell. That is why we lift our hands and we call on you. That help us. Help us to know you. Help us to walk with you to the very end. So with your hands lifted, I want you to do one last thing. Move from where you are and come to me. I want to pray with you. Come to me, my sister. Yes. My brother, come. Yes. My sister in black, come. come. You lifted your hands. Come. Come, come to me. Come to me. Come to me. Give him your life. Give him your life. Come on to Jesus. God bless you. Come. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother. Come from the back. Come from everywhere. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come, come, come. Come on to Jesus. Give him your life today. God bless you. I'm waiting for you. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my sister. Come, I'm waiting for you. Come, I'm waiting for you, my brother, my sister. My brother, my sister, come. My brother, my sister, come. My brother, come. I'm bargaining for your life and I'm bargaining for your soul. I'm bargaining for your life and I'm bargaining. Yes. Join, join. Yes. Yes. To my right. Yes. Let him go. Kaya Bachokotoya. Riato Roshi Kibrote de Baba. My sister, come. My brother, come. I'm waiting for you. Maybe your heart is beating. Pastor, I'm not sure. I don't know whether I will go to heaven or hell. I am not sure. I was once born again. Please come again. Come to my right. I'm praying with you. I'm just about to pray. Come, I'm waiting, my brother. Come to the light. Come, 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 come. Listen to me. Maybe you are there. You are thinking, Pastor, I would like to do it another time. I'm not ready today. You can never be ready. Salvation is like death. When you are ready to die, even on the road, if you are holding somebody's gold, death will not say, take the gold to the owner before you die. Death can come upon you anywhere, whether you are driving, whether you, wherever you are. When it's your time to die, you will go. God has sent you here for a purpose. He wants you to have a mansion in heaven one day. 
one day you will never be in hell. And you cannot say you are not ready. Come. You are the one I'm talking to. Your heart is beating. Come to my right. I'm waiting for you before I pray. Don't say maybe another time. No. Come. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you, my brother. I'm waiting for you, my sister. If you don't get saved today, we can never promise. We don't know what tomorrow brings. But today, God has made a way for you to be here. If you are coming, come before we pray. Please, everybody in front, will you lift your two hands to the Lord? And let the congregation join. Say with me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. You are the way. The truth. And the life. Today, I believe in you with all my heart. You are the son of God. You are the son of God. You died for me. You died for me. And you rose again. I believe in you. Please forgive me. Forgive my sins. I am sorry for all my sins. I am sorry for all my mistakes. I repent for my mistakes. I repent for my sins. From today, I believe in you. Jesus, you are the son of God. You died for me. I receive you into my heart. I accept you into my heart as the savior, the master, and the Lord. Please write my name. Please write my name in your book of life. From today, I belong to you. From today, I am yours. Please take over my life. Take over my life. I belong to you. I belong to God. I will follow Jesus. You are the way. You are the truth. I will read my Bible and I will come to church every Sunday after Sunday. Please help me. Please help me to know you, to walk with you to the very end. When life is done, I want to have a mansion, the one you said you are preparing for me. I want to come to my mansion. One day when this life is over. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. Thank you, Father, for sending your son to die for me. Amen. Amen. Say, wash me. Cleanse me with your blood. I love you, Jesus. I'll follow you, Jesus. Say, Satan, from now. I don't belong to you. Me and you is finished. I belong to God. Whatever you have in me, Satan, I reject it. I refuse it. I rebuke it. In the name of Jesus, from today, I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. I will follow Jesus all my life. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen.
Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory. Those of us who are already born again and remaining, Lord, we pray that we will not miss out. May we work for you. May the desire to help others to come to heaven, Lord, let it be even stronger. As we love you, may we care for the lamb. May we care for the sheep. May we, oh yes, go about helping others. For when all is said and done, we will be with you. We thank you and we bless you. Now I pray for everyone here who has prayed. He came here with their burden, with their condition, with sickness, with their situation. Lord, may your mighty hand of power come over us. I rebuke every condition, every pain. Hey, arthritis. I, I, I rebuke your power. Every form of curse and cancer tissue, abdominal growth and sickness and pain at the back, in the eye, in the body, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray anyone here who is hopeless, oh yes, situation and conditions have become so tight that they are about to give up. Turn our situation around. Let your power come over us. I pray for employment. And I pray, oh God, for marriages. I pray for homes and I pray for jobs. I pray for scholarships and bursaries. I pray for open opportunities, Lord. I pray for marriages. Lord, those who are the aid to marry, help them make a way and let it be possible. We bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And all shall shout and say, Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.